You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. We are neck deep in the NFL playoffs, and you can now keep the excitement going with MyBookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched up to 1000 bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. All you have to do is sign up, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and you get your funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets at my bookie with the NFL postseason in full swing. There's no shortage of games to choose from at my bookie. And everyone knows the playoffs equals points. Best time of the year to hammer the overs. How about the bills and chiefs way over in that one time to go ahead and jump in and have some fun. My bookie is home to exclusive contests that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to a thousand dollars by using promo code Zabe and place your bets and get ready for the intensity of championship weekend. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. It's millennials. They don't care about getting stuff right. You've Done. given up on them, haven't you? Well, yeah. Well, why? <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't I? Oh, I hate him also. <laughs> I Sorry. Oh, look at you. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. Does he look like a bitch? What? Go on. On a day in which Barry Bonds struck out for the Hall of Fame, a rare double shot today on the Zabecast, Notorious J-A-Y with a mystery baseball guest coming up. Jay, good evening, sir. How are you? Good evening to you. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing good. Ten strikes and you're out. (laughs) Along with with McGuire and Sosa and a bunch of other dudes, Kurt Schilling, out, out, out. As the Hall of Fame has either covered itself in shame or glory, although it seems like no one is saying glory, a lot of sports writers angry about it. We'll see what Jay thinks right after this. White man overbite. <laughs> overbite. Overbite. Jay, good evening, buddy. How are you doing, man? I'm good in the lovely hills of Madison Heights, Virginia. Yeah. Snow down there? No. Oh, okay. You missed it. Oh, you missed the snow. Yeah. All right. I did miss this now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got a lot to talk about today, including, of course, the Hall of Fame. 
Also, Tom Brady's hints at retirement. Your thoughts on the weekend of football that was crazy. Uh, The television ratings for these games, which were completely bonkers. Uh, Plus, Neil Young versus Joe Rogan. Darren Ravel doing Darren Ravel things. And um, a new feature called Change My Mind. Change my mind. You uh, you ready? You excited for this? I'm ready for that, yeah. All right. I'm going to dial up now former Baseball Writers of America president and current Hall of Fame vote holder Drew Olson of Afternoons with Drew and KB on 97.3 The Game. At your behest, you said, bring me Drew. I have questions. Before you you bring Drew on, can I, not to praise Drew, but, well, you had me call Drew once when he was going to be a guest. And Drew was not at home, but his wife answered. Mrs. Olsen might have been the nicest lady I've ever talked to. And I said, if that's what Wisconsin is, I should take a double shot of that. There you go. There you go. Okay, let me go ahead and call Drew right now. You still with me there? I'm still with you. Okay, I'm going to hit mobile. I'm going to uh, merge the calls here in just a second. Yes, sir. Donkey, how we Donkey. doing? Say hello Fantastic. to Jay Cottrell. Jay, Drew. Drew, Drew. Jay. hello again. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, Jay. How you been? It's been years, like literally years. Literally. Absolutely. Yeah. Jay, just yeah. re- Jay just recounted when he tried to book you for my show, you weren't home, but the lovely Barb answered and tracked you down for him. Oh, that's nice of her. Could not have been more nice. I, I said, Drew was a lucky man to have such a nice wife. Oh, not only that, she makes good coins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me, let me clear the floor. Let me get my hands on my shorts and go to the three-point line and let you guys go at it. Uh, <laughs> All right. Drew did... Did did you vote? Who did you can now reveal who you voted for? Right, you wait until afterwards. Yeah. Okay. No, I posted it this afternoon at the game mke.com on Twitter as well. Um, posted a blog with my uh, your with thoughts my, uh, and your votes. Okay. On it. All right. Give well, us not thoughts. I just threw the ballot. Oh, up. okay. All right. Fine. Right. All right. And you don't need to do no splaining. You're not like uh, Ricky Ricardo from uh, I Love Lucy. No splaining here. You're just gonna. Here's your vote. So, who did you vote for for the Hall of Fame? Um, let me call it up here because I've got the blog in front of me. I want to make sure I get the picture right and get them in the correct order. So hang on. One There's second. a sequence to them, meaning. Well, they're alphabetical. Sec- oh, they're alphabetical. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's the way it rolls. All right. Um, by the, the way, thing is, by that- the way, while you're looking for that last night, Jay, <laughs> I actually watched some Ken Burns baseball. I've watched it about 97 times. The MLB Network, I almost did it as penance for having no football on a Monday night. I'm like, okay, eat some vegetables. It was actually pretty good. (laughs) That is fantastic. It was pretty good. Like, as soon as Drew, as as soon as I saw it wasn't from like the 1880s and the Cleveland Spiders, which I had no stomach for. It was about Yogi Berra and the the Glory Days Yankees. I was like, okay, I can watch this. It was good stuff. Uh, Outstanding. All right. Are you ready? I'll yes. I'll tell you who I voted for. 
All right. Uh, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Todd Helton, oh. Whoa, 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 David Ortiz. Hold on, Jay. You stepped you stepped on somebody, Jay. Let's go back. Todd Helton. Sorry, Todd Helton. Todd Helton. Todd Helton. Hold on. He'll explain his work. Go. Andrew Jones, David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez, Alex Rodriguez, Scott Rowland, Kurt Schilling, and Billy Wagner. Wow. That's a broad net. How many guys is that? Ten guys. The maximum that I was allowed. Okay, and what percentage, roughly, of voters get a 10-pack, put a 10-pack in their voting? Oh, I'll be able to find that for you uh, directly because the uh, BBWA just put out a thing with the all the stats that are pertinent like that. Um, that would be uh, the average ballot in 2022 contained 7.11 names. Average, okay. Up from, from 5.87 last year. 33.8% of the voters used all 10 slots, up from 14.5% a year ago. The total ballots cast marked a 97.3% return rate of the 405 ballots that were mailed to voters. Okay. So you were not unusual in, in picking 10. Okay. No. With, with that said and the table set, Jay, the witness is yours. <laughs> I, well, no, no, no. Todd Helton, I don't get because he played – 80% of his game in a home run hitter friendly ballpark. I don't understand why he is getting love. And then the other one who I don't understand is Scott Rowland, albeit a really, really good player. But as we like to say, it's not the hall of really, really good. It's the hall of fame. I, I, his numbers are about as comparable to Lou Whitaker. Who's not in the Hall of Fame? He should. I voted for Lou Whitaker every time, and it's a travesty that he's not in. Hey, so. Well, you know what? I, I can't. I can't yell that. Okay. If you yeah. said that, I, I need to shut up. Now. All right. So yeah. go ahead. Um, go ahead, uh, Drew. Uh, oh. Give your give your cheat sheet on both Helton and uh, Roland. Uh, I talked to a lot of people who played with and against Todd Helton, and the thing that I came around to is you can't control where you play. And Coors Field is, you know, it, it is a sanctioned major league facility. He hit, <laughs> yeah. he hit 316 career, 369 homers, uh, 2,500 hits, 1,401 runs, 1,406 RBI, OBP career of 414. Okay, was it inflated by where he played? Yes, but he couldn't control that. And he was, to me, tw he played from 97 to 2013, like a 17-year career of pretty high excellence. And I think had he – I think he finished second in Rookie of the Year. He got a lot of all-star games. He also had some MVP notions, but a lot of people didn't vote for him because of, you know, the course field factor. And I think we looked around we, – we've evolved as an electorate analytically in some circles, and people are looking at things, you know, and not just dismissing a guy for because he played at altitude. Isn't I mean, true. couldn't control that. True. Isn't there a simple mathematical formula the nerds have – that can just wash those numbers through yes, a washing a machine. Park, park factor, yes. There's park factor and stuff like that. And I believe that he met my standard of guys that I covered right. during the time. And I also voted for another guy who played a lot in course field. That was Larry Walker. Did and, uh, right? He's in too. Yeah. You know, so did did his did Helton get in? I don't know. Did Helton's road stats suck? They weren't horrible. Um, they but there was a noticeable split. Depressed. Okay. 
they were depressed in, according to um, I'll, I'll call it up for you right now. They were depressed according to his home stats slightly, but not to me. For for me, not as horrible. Uh, let's not see. like not like Vinny Castilla's numbers were when no, he was no. in his heyday. Okay, yeah, definitely All right. not. Let's let's so, press let's press ahead because we got to get to the big Magilla, which is the steroid issue. Um, real quick on Roland, give me thirty seconds on Roland. Why you said yes? Well, Roland. You measure him against other third basemen, and, okay, Brooks Robinson is in the Hall of Fame. And by the advanced metrics, there are people who say that Roland was damn near as good as Brooks Robinson, although Brooks Robinson has a better reputation. You didn't hear hear me gasping. Yeah, he did. The the Baltimore native, Drew, just (laughs) gasped. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and and can we agree that uh, Scott Rowland was a far superior offensive player than I, I will give you that. I yeah. will give you I will far give you that. Okay. Superior. All right. So, so with that uh, said, you know. but but I always look at and go did, did Scott Rowland was he one of the top 3 players at his position during his lifetime? I always say no. I looked and he was top 10, top 5, but never top 3. Ooh. I, I mean, eight-time Gold Glove, seven-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, um, you know, played in the World Series, Silver Slugger, uh, a war, career war of 70. Uh, okay, I don't get war, and I'm a baseball nerd, and I don't even get war. Uh, well, so, nobody so does, but the nerds assure us it's a real thing. <laughs> All right, so, so here's, here's the thing. Uh, Drew Olson voted for, let it be noted, the cheats, the liars, the Reuters, the assholes, and even and even <laughs> I, those and even those who I know are not politically of his stripe, and I give you hey, hey. mega respect for that, Drew. There's a reason why you yes. just ignore all the noise and look at the accomplishments on the field, right? That's right, absolutely. Um, and you're referring to Mr. Schilling there, I imagine. <laughs> of course, requested to be taken off the ballot. Well, uh, he, his numbers actually went down this year. I mean, he was on the precipice. He was an eyelash away last year. Then he said he wanted off the ballot, and apparently a lot of people took him at his word. He yeah. got 58.6% yeah. this year in his last year. It was his last run right. as well. So he jackassed himself out of it. I think, <laughs> I, I, I'll say this. His, his 10 years on the ballot, I didn't vote for him every year, but I voted for him when I could when it, when he fit in my 10 because that to me is the biggest problem with this is that you can only vote for 10. I don't know why it's that arbitrary. I vote for 10 quite often. And uh, I think it'd be a better ballot if you could vote for more than 10. But, yeah. you know, we're seeing – you're seeing the numbers go up of people who use all 10 slots. So I all think right. that's progress. Jay, if you but had going to get in, though. Right. He's, but he's going to get in, though, by the Veterans Committee. So uh, maybe. Mm, yeah. We'll see about that. Jay, if you had a ballot, yeah. how close would it look to Drew's? Uh, I would have voted for everyone but Ortiz. Really? But then I, I but but then I, I thought to myself, he was never he was on the Mitchell report, but he never tested positive. But I I have a problem. Though, were they? It, that was an 03. But were they even yeah. testing then, Drew? Yeah, that was, that was like the survey testing, the anonymous survey testing, and it leaked that he was yeah. one of the guys that tested positive. Right. Uh, he's from the Dominican, where it's not against the law, you know. And that's but then he just came. He literally came. He was released by the Twins. Yeah. And then all and of a sudden, the Mariners. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden, he, he's hitting home runs at a prodigious rate. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. just like, just like what's his name for the uh, Blue Jays? Uh, well, who, Carlos Delgado. Who said he got a late. 
No, 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 no. Who, um, oh, my God. He played like four or five years ago with the Blue Jays. Hit home runs like 50th season. Why can't I remember? Joey, ba- Joey Batista? Right. Yeah. Jose Batista. Not Joey Batista. Jose Batista. Jose Batista. But his explanation yeah. was, I got a leg kick. Okay. All right. I should show you this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got a leg kick. Studied That's my, what did it for me. Yeah, studied technique. <laughs> Worked on my swing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so interesting that you would include the other guy, the real steroid cheats like A Rod, yeah. and Ru- and Clemens, and and Manny, and of course the big one Bonds. And Jay, I assume that you two would vote for the steroid cheats. Yeah, because those, no, those three, no, those two, Clemens and Bonds, I can look at their first 10, 15 years and say they were Hall of Famers anyway. That's A-Rod, true. I'm not so sure because I don't know when he started, but he was a freak at 18 right. when he came in. So, right. well, yeah, so now probably in high school. So now we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. Now we're gonna have Drew. We're gonna have, um, we're gonna have a real gap. We already do in the basic ribbon of talent who has played this amazing American game. How are they gonna make up for this huge gap in the record? Well, that to me is the main reasons they for my philosophy is people say, um, how can you vote for the cheaters? And I say, okay, I won't vote for any cheaters. Point them out to me. And then I say, I would bet everything that I own, which Jay is not that much, but everything I own, <laughs> uh, that Greg Maddox and Ken Griffey Jr. and Tony Gwynn did not use steroids, right? Greg Maddox, I saw him with his shirt off. He looked like you're in I was going to say this. I saw you him know? once too. And I said, I was, was like, this is it? Yeah. In fact, the I heard the least athletic-looking pro athlete I think you, you've ever seen. Right, I think John Craig, Crock, number two. I think John I think Crock, number two. I think Mac Jones met yeah. Greg Maddox and was like, "Bro, do you even lift?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I would say that they didn't, but do I know for sure that they did? Now, the the fact to me, now again, I, I can't control how people vote, and that's I've come to accept that over the years of being a voter. But you look at Bonds' total was two sixty, and Clemens's total was 257 so that tells me that basically everybody who voted for bonds voted for clemens too and that yeah. means that they were big hall guys now they did they all didn't vote for manny and they because manny only got 114 votes and a rod was even uh he was down as well because he was suspended and you know that's that's tough too um but Who's... It, it's to me it's like i i don't know like Pudge rodriguez is in okay um uh, mike piazza yeah. Through who, who, who is the bigger of the assholes? A Rod, Clemens, or Bonds? Ooh. Oh, uh, definitely. Well, in terms of treating the media? Uh, you can use whatever criteria you want. Well, I would say Bonds, the way he carried himself. I mean, they're all. Bonds, Bonds was a ruthless asshole. He stole Gary Sheffield's personal chef and had no qualms <laughs> about it. Remember that story? Unbelievable. <laughs> he he's a guy yeah, that willing in the locker room. Right. He willingly let Greg Anderson rot in jail for him to not give up his steroid use, which is yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. But at least he wasn't phony about it. A Rod was phony Complete. as shit. Complete phony. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. and then but, you know, yeah, and then Clemens, Clemens was just a lying dick. Kind of, didn't he yeah. want to get his? Didn't he try to get his wife to take the fall for him? Yes. Say they were yours, honey, not mine. Yeah. So with yeah, with with those guys, and again, like I, I just I say it's a big haul, and it's 
this is a museum. What do museums do? And it says that the mission of the Hall of Fame is to, you know, recognize Pres- history. Yeah, preserve. No, preserve. Preserve. Pass and said to history. preserve the history of the yeah. game. Right. Yeah. And so what are we doing here? To not have those those posters can't come off the walls. Kids, you know, I covered the game when Bonds and Clemens were at the peak of their powers. They're the best pitcher and player I've ever seen. Right. So why shouldn't they be in the what, Hall? What about? Because they competed against guys who they were, were also, also cheating. Using steroids. Right. It's the steroid era. What so if? What if, what, it is. What, if, what if there was a notation on their Hall of Fame sort of not plaque per se, but in their exhibit that notes the suspicion and or uh, tertiary evidence of steroid use? Would that be okay? I have no problem with that. Okay, I think that'd be fine. All right, here's another idea. Why not? Here's another but, idea. But, this but is... then, hold up. But hold up. But, but if they do that, they're going to go back and go. Well, Camp Anson was a great player at the turn of the century. Huge racist. Oh yeah, Ty Cobb too. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're gonna go back and they're gonna go back and just rewrite everybody's black set. I know. Well, there's that. I I have a split the baby approach to this, and that is certainly these guys that cheated were Hall of Famers and should be Hall of Famers. But I do not, Drew, want to give them a goddamn day in the Cooperstown sun to stand up there and receive all this glory. So my idea is a ceremonyless induction. You get in, you can sign baseballs and jerseys saying Hall of Fame, but the fuck we are going to let you get up there and speak. What do you think of that? Well, that's interesting. I don't think the Hall doesn't make those distinctions, and it's their call. Right. And their 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 stance has been, you're in, you're in. And you get the whole red carpet. The whole McGill. Right. You get to go to dinner, the dinner that they have after the induction ceremony. Incredible. On Sunday. Um, incredible, yeah. I mean, it's actually... They have it, I'm sorry, Saturday night before the induction ceremony. They, they all the Hall of Famers, and it's just they close the doors, and it's the Hall of Famer and the commissioner, and that's it. That's, that's it. That's and pretty the service, good. Right? <laughs> that's pretty good. Jay, what do you think pretty about my ass. what do you think about my idea, the honorless induction? <laughs> sort, of, sort of like a, uh, like a what's it, uh, country buffet, where you have no waiters and waitresses. You just <laughs> serve yourself. That's it. Serve yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's well, right. I, I might leave a tip. I might not leave a tip. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, but don't you see the irony though? Because David Ortiz, most people agree that he used CDs. He was in the he, he was in that survey testing or whatever trip to test. He waltzes in on the day that Bonds and Clemens don't get in because people liked him and he was gregarious and smiled and he did have some huge postseason moments. But come on, is he a better player than Bonds or Clemens? No. He even said in his conference call tonight. He didn't consider himself right. in their class. Right. Well, so, I mean, on, on the one hand, that, that shouldn't matter. On the other hand, if you know that baseball writers are going to hold your fate in their hands, be a fucking pro at least. You know, don't be a raging asshole. In a certain way, I'm well, like, well, that's on you guys. You, you should be smarter than that. That's, well, part of that is, I hate that narrative too. Though. You're going to vote for him because you don't like him. Like, Jim Rice had to wait because he was an asshole to the media. Well, Jim Rice also was a borderline Hall of Famer by the stats, right? Dale Murphy was regarded as one of the best guys ever and beloved by the media and a two-time MVP. He's still outside looking in, never got into the Hall of Fame. That shit doesn't matter with most voters, I'm telling you. Like, especially since I didn't, you know, Bonds may have glared at me one time in the clubhouse, but I didn't have to deal with him. Like, I'm just having his bigger, career. A right. bigger asshole than, uh, Grippy was a huge asshole. These three times I remember being in the clubhouse, he was a huge dick. Really? He could definitely be a he could definitely be a tool sometimes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so- exit exit question, Drew. Uh, do, do you think do you see any movement with these talks yesterday and today? I think so. I think the clock is ticking, and they lost so much money via COVID that I think um, the idea that the pressure that's coming from the spring training sites, tourism, and all that there's there's too much money and too many forces at play for them to uh, screw around. I think they will come to some rapid accord, maybe before the end of February, maybe even before pitchers and catchers uh, mid-February. All right. And you know what? The uh, ratings that just came out for the last round of the NFL playoffs ought to scare the shit out of baseball because <laughs> yeah. there is a hogzilla on the wild, and it's called the NFL. <laughs> All right, Drew, I'm going to let you gently uh, disconnect because I will likely fuck up the three-way call. But thank you for your time. Thank you, Drew. Anytime, Jay. Good to talk to you, man. You too. There you go. Drew Olson, my colleague here at the game. That was a good discussion, wasn't it, Jay? I like someone who loves the sport as much as I do. Yeah, he does. I'm I mean, not, no, and I and I am not saying that you don't, but it's vegetables like to you. I, I, like, eh. Listen, <laughs> it's I, like water. I, it tears me up. It tears me up inside. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told you I watched Ken Burn baseball last night on a Monday after the greatest <laughs> NFL weekend of our lives. But yeah, no, I mean I I like baseball. I'm learning to like it and even love it in ways more all the time. And I love people that do love the game. I love that you love the game. I really do. As I told you, I, I'm the last bastion of black people who love baseball because it's like people 50 and above, 48 and above of my generation who grew up. Again, I told you, we consumed baseball all the time. Basketball and football were like afterthoughts. Baseball yeah. was the sport. Yeah, but absolutely. Then, well, yeah, and, and <laughs> I don't know who this was I told this to. Somehow... I came upon, we were talking, uh, our family was talking about baseball and, I don't know, maybe the old Negro Leagues, and I uh, told them about the Billy Crystal Smelt Night skit on <laughs> SNL. <laughs> so fucking good. And they're like, what do you mean? So, oh, I think it was because, the, I, I think because Smelt came up as a fish. And I go, yeah, it's like, it's like Billy Crystal playing the Negro Leaguer, uh, play, throwing all fastballs on Smelt Night. And they're like, What? <laughs> And I had to tell them about that. Oh, I could, they would they would cook up smelt in the open open uh, barrels out there in center field, and I would just throw all fastballs because afterwards I wanted to get that smelt. I can't believe Billy Crystal and Christopher Guest had not gotten canceled yet because of that skit. Yeah, blackface. The old Negro baseball skit. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, you know what? Jimmy, he, didn't, he didn't Sammy Davis. That, nobody said anything about Jim, that. Jimmy Kimmel, blackface, Carl Malone, didn't get canceled. I'll let you figure out for yourself why it is they didn't get canceled. Okay. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are neck deep in the NFL playoffs, and you can now keep the excitement going with MyBookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched up to 1000 bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. All you have to do is sign up, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and you get your funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets at my bookie with the NFL postseason in full swing. There's no shortage of games to choose from at my bookie. And everyone knows the playoffs equals points. Best time of the year to hammer the overs. How about the bills and chiefs way over in that one time to go ahead and jump in and have some fun. My bookie is home to exclusive contests that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to a thousand dollars by using promo code Zabe and place your bets and get ready for the intensity of championship weekend. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Let's move on to the ratings. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. All right. So get this. Here's your stat of the day. Saturday's Niners Packers game was not only the highest rated Saturday night program in all of television since the 94 Winter Olympics. But it was up 10 million over last year's comparable game between Baltimore and Buffalo. And the increase itself is greater than the total viewership of the NBA Finals. Holy shit. Can you remember a game that had you on your chair like since? The last game I remember that had me on my chair, like Sunday night game, and you're going to laugh at me, Zay, but 1982, Chargers versus Dolphins. I remember being that excited for this, for this game as I was that game. Right. That was the uh, wild card or divisional round game. I think it was the divisional. That was, that was the divisional because the Chargers then had to play. In Cincinnati in, in minus when it was like, 10 degrees. Right. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. But, but that, but, but that game was on. It was, it was on like during a couple of days after Christmas, or 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 before Christmas. Somewhat Christmas was somehow involved. Yeah. And I just remember watching, and that was that was the most excited, even Steeler games that I've ever been. No, that's not true. Well, Steelers Cardinal Super Bowl had me on the edge of my seat. Right. But so, but, but those two games are, are the are the are the best games I I think I've ever watched before. So get this, in Kansas City. The uh, last hour of that broadcast drew over 90% of all measured television sets in the market, according to A.C. Nielsen. The oh, my God. That's like a 1975 number. <laughs> uh, they, had, they had 92% of the sets in the final hour. Supermarket Sweep had 3%. Bob's Burgers had 3%, and The Secret Life of Pets had 2%. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine how much you had to hate football to have your TV on and not be watching that game. 
I, how many times did you yell "Holy shit!" during the game, no, or "Oh my god!" I mean, during the game, pretty much. I was. It was. It was one of the rare games where you you realized, "Oh, I'm standing right now in my own living room. This is weird. <laughs> Why am I standing?" <laughs> I, I yelled and scared the dogs at least three times. At least three times. So you know that's a good game when I'm outwardly yelling in my house. All right. Would you like to weigh in on what I'm going to call the? Sports talk equivalent of the Macarena, the craze that's sweeping the nation. How would you do overtime, Jay? Oh, God. I, I, I've heard so many stupid things. I just go, eh, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, how about this? Stop the other team and get the ball. How about that? That'd be a good one. And that's exactly, there what, you go. exactly what Josh Allen said to his credit. He said, I'm not going to complain about it. You know, we knew the rules and we're a team, which is a great attitude to have. The other thing is, I miss. I didn't misquote, but but yesterday on the podcast I mentioned the fact that since the last eleven overtime games in the playoffs, the team that won the coin flip is ten and one. Oh, now, well. now, here's what I missed. Somebody pointed this out. Only six of those coin flip winners won on their first possession, so it's a misleading as fuck stat. If you hear that stat, just know that. So in other words, in five of those games, the team that lost the coin flip got the ball with a chance to score and win. So what's the fucking problem? Huh. Yeah. It, it was six to five in the last 11. Overall, the, the number is like 53 to 47%. Coin flip winner uh, gets it. I, I've already said, Jay, I've said just give the first possession in OT to the home team as part of home field advantage, be done with it. No coin flips and adjust your strategy accordingly if you're on the road. It would can, make can for, I also Yeah, it would make for no, good go ahead, go ahead. make for good strategy if you, you drive late, score a touchdown, it's going to incent teams to try to go for two to win outright because they know they're at a distinct disadvantage in OT on the road, right? And that's true, a good thing. True. I mean Again, I, I I don't ever bitch about overtime. I just say stop them, yeah, and you'll get the ball back. So yeah. stop bitching. Yeah. No, as Fiorio would say, no bitch to me. No bitch to me. No bitch to me. I mean, they didn't squib kick, which was the fucking mistake of oh, all time. Oh, thank you. That's what. Okay, okay, that is the thing because I just took it for granted that Tyreek Hill was back there, but he wasn't. That's weird. Why isn't would you? Well, that was well. I got an Andy Reid is dumb point, by the way, too. Okay. But the the squib, if he wasn't back there, why would you not squib kick? And then if you're the chief, why would you not have Tyreek Hill back there? It's just uh, Andy Reid very quickly. That that third and one where he had Blake Bell, who, by the way, was a quarterback in Oklahoma. True. But not your best option on third and one in a playoff game. And they lost. Oh, there was a second and second and one, and second and two, and they lost like four yards on that stupid play. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid does some dumb shit a lot. Hey, <laughs> a lot of coaches do dumb shit, as we saw this weekend. Like, for example, you can't tell me that if Cooper Cup was a six-one black guy, a lottery pick from the SEC in the first round, that they would say, "Yeah, we got a safety on him. We're fine." 
I'm not saying it's racism. I'm just saying it's stereotypes, and the NFL is still hung up on its own perceptions. He was a later-round pick from a small school, and he's white. So they're like, all right, we're going to go zero blitz. No, don't worry, Antoine Winfield Jr., just run with him. You'll be fine. The motherfucker's fast. I, I have heard uh, stories um, about the Celtics back in the day that when they would put a white guy on bird, he would get visibly upset. Why you have this white guy on me? So it's like if I'm Cooper Cup, who, by the way, I told you his nickname, White Right. He's just that damn good. Yeah. But they still don't respect him. They, they don't respect him. Yeah. And it was just a, a dumb thing to do. Why are you zero blitzing in that situation? You've got all the momentum. The, uh, the Rams have crapped their socks. Just play coverage and keep them out of field goal range. Jesus Christ. But I was happy for, uh, happy for Stafford. And I enjoyed seeing Brady lose, which brings me to this about Brady. This whole, my family's going to have a big say in whether I come back again, is the biggest bunch of virtue signaling bullshit I've ever heard. Why should we? Yes. They're like, aren't they getting into their teenage years? I'm sorry. It's like Urban Meyer. I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry, Jay. It's like Urban (laughs) <laughs> Tom Brady only has February, March, April, May, June, July, and August to focus on the kids. And then even in the season, he goes home at night at, during the week after practicing football and he tucks his kids into bed. It's I'm bullshit. I would be. Okay. Being, you were being, being facetious. You can get the urban mind joke. You know, I, I got to leave <laughs> I know. To my, my family. I know. Yeah. I just, I just hate this notion that is put out there. Like, I, I she deserves to me to be the husband I can be and the father I can be. Motherfucker, you're already a great husband and father. You're not out there banging road hose, far as I can tell. And your kids, your kids are doing just fine. They've already let you play, let you play for as long as you did. What's one more fucking year? God damn. But anyway, I digress. Well, well, I, I don't think Brady will be banging road hooks. You know that saying, you're only as faithful as your options? What's a better option than Giselle Bunch? <laughs> There's not, <laughs> yeah, not a lot. Not a lot. She's nice. I yeah. like her. You know why I like her? Yeah. She's a unique nose act. God, I love unique noses. Like Sarah Bareilles. Unique nose. I, Sarah Bareilles is actually a good singer. What's Anne Hathaway? Unique nose. Yeah, although she's got big old doe eyes and she is wispy thin. Not totally my cup of tea. <laughs> you, so you like them, Amy Schumer? <laughs> no, I don't like that either. By the way, Amy Schumer recently showed no, off I her do. new new liposuction lipo, body. Light lipo body. That's cheating, by the way. <laughs> totally cheating. At least Rubble Wilson. At least Rebel Wilson did it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, she absolutely did. Adele did it the old-fashioned yeah. way, maybe, with old-fashioned. some help. Who knows? Uh, um, that's my cup of tea right there. Darren, Darren Ravel doing Darren Ravel things. He tweeted out on Sunday, no team has ever played the Super Bowl in their home stadium, but now the Rams are 60 minutes away from becoming the first team to do so. Uh... Darren, people absolutely jumped him with, 
or last year. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that happened last year. Thank you. Yeah. And so Ravel then retweeted his own erroneous tweet with, I guess, a sheepish non-apology of, actually, they did last year. And people oh, were man. killing him. And then he couldn't help himself. He said, well, I just, they're like, way to go, Daryl. Because that's like the mocking term for Daryl. <laughs> they call him Daryl. They're like, way to go, Daryl. You somehow forgot all of last year. And he said, <sighs> he goes, he goes, I only forgot the location, not the game. Because it was a Super Bowl nobody went to which is also another bit of a lie because there was a crowd there. It was not quite capacity. And there was some media there, even though he might not have gone. Just fucking give it up. The fact, though, that he's so quick to want to pump that out and and has forgotten last year. Like, that's the kind of shit I do. When was the last time that... Uh, Zabe, last year. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's play, uh, let's play Change My Mind. You ready? Okay. Change My Mind. Only weirdos actually toast Pop-Tarts anymore. In fact, they're even better when they're slightly chilled. Change My Mind. As, as someone who loves a good heated Pop-Tart, Heated Pop-Tarts taste so much better with a nice cold glass of milk, Dave, than they do okay. cold. So you still so toast you them. Go. You're still a toasting guy. All right. I'm, I'm still a toaster guy. What, yes. what, what's what's setting? You, Four? Five? No, one. One. Okay. Just it's a little low. warmth. It's, just a little warmth. Just enough, but just enough to toast it and get the, the sugar because it's got to be a, a uh, strawberry frosted okay. Pop-Tart. has All to right. be that. All right, change my mind. Every athlete in pro sports should be allowed to visit the home of one person on the internet who talked shit about them and throw them down whatever stairs they have in the house just once. Change my mind. <laughs> one guy a year. <laughs> Ding dong. Speaking of that, did you see uh, the guy who ran on the field? And yes. Did you see Stefan Diggs just level him? Yes. Wiped his ass yeah, out, deservedly was, so. Yeah. Okay, so you'd be, you be down with that. No need to change yeah, your mind. All right. Yeah. All right, here's no, another one. No, no. Change right. my mind. There's too many goddamn bourbons and too many micro-brews. Change my mind. I don't even like bourbon, but the micro-brew thing, you are 100% correct. Okay. Dana White would be the best damn commissioner of any of the big four sports right now. Change my mind. No, Dana White's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> Still, why do we at- know? Why do we know? Why do we know more about the commissioner than we do about the athlete? That's he, and that's what he does. He's like Vince McMahon Jr. Okay, I, I hate Dana White. Okay. And plus, he's cheap. He's nineteen. This guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have one for me? <laughs> well, it, it was funny. You were last week. We were talking about uh, Britney Spears versus uh, Katy Perry. Yeah, and I was gonna say Britney, but I was gonna say Britney Spears is vastly overrated. Changed my mind, but then there's some pictures today of Britney. Uh, I'm gonna have to amend that and say I'm an idiot. I don't know, man. She's still, she's, no, no, no. I saw pictures and she has her bikini pictures. She's selling about 97. She's back. Oh, she's back up, popping the gun at that number. Yeah, 
Yeah, she's going about 97, late movement. Yeah. Britney's yeah. back, bitch. Yeah. It, it, I was like, whoa. Okay. A lot of pictures with her boyfriend, which I said, you know, you could leave those. But Britney Spears, very high. Uh, let's so see. One day ago, one day ago, one day ago, Britney Spears, the star is seen in a yellow bikini with Sam Asgari. That's uh, yeah. her fiance that's a, in Hawaii. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, I, I got to tell you, Jay, she's no. You're fire your scouts if you think she's popping the gun in the high nineties. I'm not firing my scouts. My well, scouts are doing their due diligence and hitting <laughs> hitting the bushes. Britney Spears still looks good. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Before we get to FTG, anything else you want to add? Because I have to get my FTG in front of the music because mine requires another piece of music to talk about. So anything else you oh. want to say before I get to FTG? I've, I've got absolutely nothing. Okay. Here's my fuck that guy. Peter Dinklage, he of Game of Thrones fame. Glitch Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. (laughs) This is the best YouTube video ever. It's just a a figurine of Peter Dinklage as the dwarf in Game of Thrones circling around. Glitch Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Peter Dinklage. So this is an earworm that'll get stuck in your head. By the way, did you watch Game of Thrones? Never watched one episode. Okay, fair enough. So Peter Dinklage went off on the casting of the new Snow White movie that's coming out, the live action, because they're actually casting little people as the seven dwarves. What are you going to call them, Peter? He says, literally no offense to anyone, but I was a little taken aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White. But you're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Take a step back and look at what you're doing there. It makes no sense to me. You're progressive in one way, but then you're still making that fucking backward story about Seven Dwarves living in a cave together. What the fuck are you doing, man? Have I done nothing to advance the cause from my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough. Hey, Fuck you, Dinklage. Your whole career was made by playing specifically a dwarf who was hated by his father in Game of Thrones because you were, in in fact, a dwarf. You're like this skinny chick who used to be fat who now criticizes and shames those trying to do the same thing. Seriously. That is like saying, you know what, we're going to redo Roots, but we're going to have no black slaves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, hey I Peter, know. do you know how do you know how hard jobs are in Hollywood for anybody? And you're going to get seven little people a gig in a big time oh. Disney movie? Who the fuck cares if they live in the cave? It's a fairy tale for God's sakes. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people roll roll their eyes when they hear me on your podcast and say I'm I try to be politically too correct, but that's not. I remember two years ago when they did the Wizard of Oz, these live versions, I was looking on Twitter and some 20-year-old idiot said these words. Why don't they do an all-black version of the Wizard of Oz? Okay. Yeah, they they have. It's called The Wiz. Yeah, (laughs) some people go out on a limb and try to be uh, stupid. Okay. With that, we tee up Jay. I'm not a good guy. 
I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do you got? Again, it's not a person. It's a restaurant, and I cannot think of the name of the. I want to. I don't know who it was Applebee's. Whoever is using the Cheers song, yeah, Applebee's in the ad. I hate Applebee's. I, I don't <laughs> don't use that. Don't use that at all. I got angry visibly, like the twenty seven times that I heard it. <laughs> Why? Not because it. because you love Cheers so much, or you just hate Applebee's as a low-end restaurant chain because i love the cheer song that much one of the top iconic greatest right songs of all time for any tv show and you've now ripped it off for your stupid third-rate food <laughs> no so to no, the marketing department for Applebee's or whatever agency said, you know, this is a great idea. We'll just uh, buy the rights to the Cheers song and lay it over our shitty restaurant with its buffalo wings and uh Chicken sandwich. Fuck them. By the way, is that commercial more annoying than the fancy like song they used before? Remember that one? Fancy like Applebee's. Oh God! If I see that dance one more time (laughs) on on TikTok or whatever, I've seen like ninety-seven people do that stupid dance. Yeah, Walker Hayes had the song "Fancy Like," where "Fancy Like Applebee's," which of course is being cheeky because Applebee's is not fancy. Hey, you know what? No, not at all. Applebee's is trying, Jay. They're trying to provide a restaurant experience to sit down for families that want to come together and eat a meal outside the home and not break the bank. Should go easier. They're not. A, they're not. A, they're not a sponsor, are they? <laughs> no, they're not a sponsor. <laughs> be a sponsor. I'm trying to channel my my inner dad Zabin, who would say, "Hey, what do they ever do to you? <laughs> Wouldn't I get going on somebody?" <laughs> All right, Jay. Epic run today. Great podcast. Thanks for the time. We'll check in next week, all right? Bye-bye now. All right, that'll do it for me tonight. Thanks so much for listening. Spread the word, rate and review, tickle the algorithmic overlords, and keep on keeping on spreading the word about the Zabecast. Have yourself a great Wednesday or any Wednesday you want. I'm not going to micromanage your life. And we will see you next time. We are neck deep in the NFL playoffs, and you can now keep the excitement going with my bookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched up to a thousand bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. All you have to do is sign up, use promo code ZABE, Charlie Zulu Alpha Bravo Echo, and you get your funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets. At my bookie. With the NFL postseason in full swing, there's no shortage of games to choose from at my bookie. And everyone knows the playoffs equals points. Best time of the year to hammer the overs. How about the Bills and Chiefs? Way over in that one. Time to go ahead and jump in and have some fun. My bookie is home to exclusive contests that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using promo code ZABE and place your bets and get ready for the intensity of championship weekend. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere 
with my bookie.